It's the Sean Pittman Show on 96.1 Jams, where we talk about politics, sports, entertainment, and business. Here is your host, Sean Pittman. Good morning, Tallahassee, and welcome to the Sean Pittman Show, where we talk about politics, business, entertainment, sports, and all the things that make us who we are, things we go through every day. Welcome to the Sean Pittman Show, and it starts in 3, 2, 1. I brought Kim Rivers, and she goes, she's almost like, uh, she's almost like, uh, Khaleesi and 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 in, in Game of Thrones, she's got so many names: the the Queen of Cannabis, the 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 Marijuana Mama. Uh, but but uh, but to us in this in this area, she's uh, quite an innovator. And you may have read about her in, in so many in so many publications. But she uh, is the CEO and one of the founders of one of the of the top medical marijuana. Um, company uh, now in the country and uh, also uh, went public with a portion of the company that I understand is uh, valued 400% more. I don't know how to say that because I don't play stocks. You know, you know, I don't have I don't have the checkbook for that. But welcome to the show. Thanks. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And and I know you got all these nicknames, but 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 tell us, how did this come about? How did you I mean, you're a lawyer by background. You've done real estate. Big Florida State grad, fellow student body president. How did you end up uh, being at the top of this industry, uh, an important industry? Sure. Um, yeah, you know, it's crazy when you look back, right? Uh, and so so much has happened in such a, a short period of time. Although in cannabis, we say that cannabis years are similar to dog years. So uh, technically, I've been in this, you know, for, for three decades, if, uh, if, that's, <laughs> if that's the measure. But um, no, you know, back in 2014, when the state of Florida was developing the laws for medical cannabis, uh, I was approached, and the requirements back then were that you had to have a nursery license for over with over 30 years um, in the state of Florida to grow over 400,000 plants. So it was a, it was a very interesting kind of construct, and the the idea there was to keep dollars and economic investment in the state of Florida, um, because as we know, there's a lot of a lot going on around the country, and um, I think from a policy perspective, they really wanted to try and keep dollars here. And so I was approached. I just had an exit um, with a real estate um, hospitality portfolio, as you mentioned, and was involved in an entrepreneurial group and uh, some sons of, of family historic family uh, owned farm businesses um, approached me and asked if um, I would be interested in in getting involved in in this new marijuana and endeavor big deal yeah big deal. yeah and, you know, and, and all the communities are talking about it right mm-hmm. I mean um, obviously there were laws passed that sort of uh, uh, set the stage for right. this to be able to happen but right. but let's back up to why this is happening right sure. because uh, one of the things I, I really envied about your leadership here is you always talk about the patients Mm -hmm. it's not just about marijuana it's called medical marijuana and there are you know when the when the law when the law was passed to allow this to happen i mean i don't know what the percentage was that it passed in this state but that was that was people voting for uh giving these patients the opportunity to utilize medical marijuana to to make their lives better, right? Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, the, the amendment passed overwhelmingly. It's actually the highest percentage um, of, of amendment of an amendment passage rate of any amendment in the state of Florida. So, uh, certainly, the people understood that um, it is important and it's important as medicine. And um, I can't tell you the countless the countless stories that I've heard. We have, you know, for for those of you who are on social media, feel free to check. 
check us out on either Facebook or, or Instagram, we have um, True Story Tuesdays where we highlight patients um, that are using are using our products and how it's changing their lives. And so from a grandmother who um, had a, a condition where her eyes were swollen shut with uh, spasms that can now see and work in her garden right, to, right. Um, you know, a veteran who came back and, and, you know, it solved his tremor issue and he can now continue to pass a plate at his church. Right, um, right. So just, I mean, really, really changing and, and don't even get me started about the children because I'll get emotional. Um, yeah, but we got a lot of it, tissue it's, here. It's it's no, problem. <laughs> no problem. It's, um, you know, and, and early on, right, I, I don't think when I entered this business, I really had had um, that viewpoint, um, and really, it was about three months after we had opened our first location in Tallahassee when I received a, a call from a mother um, who had an eight-year-old son. You know, I at the time also have an eight-year-old son, and uh, she was explaining to me his very complex condition, and um, was saying, "You know, Kim, I'd love to use this. You know, have him on your products. I just don't know what's in them." And I said, "Oh, I can send you a lab report." And she said, "Oh, well, if it's that simple, then why don't you do it for everyone?" And I was like, "You know what? You're absolutely wow. right." That's and powerful. So it, it is. That's it powerful. Is. And, and for all, for the listeners out here, if you just tuned in, you listen to the Sean Pittman Show, and I've got Kim Rivers, the CEO of True Leave. True, tell me a little bit about these people called True Leavers. What, <laughs> what, what is that? Uh, those are our, those are our people. Um, so so it, Beyonce has the beehive, <laughs> no. right? Um, oh, you no. know, I got to get me even, something like that, Tori. I got to get queen. something no, like, I don't, I don't, don't call them in the that pips? Don't even. <laughs> don't but even. the True Leavers. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we, we um, as a company, really embarked on this journey to create a true customer-focused uh, brand, something that was reliable, that was focused on quality, and that had a community around it. And so, really, um, the Truly Verse is just an embodiment of all of that. It's it's um, it's a safe place um, that folks can uh, can communicate and and educate and have um, and have back and forth relationships and and their our relationship with them. Um, as I, as I mentioned, you know, we take feedback very seriously. So we really strive to create authentic relationships with our with our customer base, and so that's the True Leavers. And so, yeah, actually, if you go wow. to our stores uh, today, it's it's four nineteen, and uh, <laughs> you know we're, we're we have the four days of four twenty going on right now, and it's it's yeah, exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. Well, I, and that's a that's a great segue, but I to to where I want to go, but I, I do want to say this because we don't often celebrate the the innovators that we have in in this region in Tallahassee and you're right here and you didn't you could have done this from anywhere uh, in Florida but you decided to do it here you also not only you got 20 you were the and you're the first of so many you were the, when the law passed I swear you just you just unzipped a dispensary right away <laughs> and now you have 29 is it 29 no we, well we have 27 in the okay. state of florida and then we have, uh, we'll one have 29 in, tomorrow one <laughs> there there are more coming there's one in california and then of course we're uh, we're launching um our true leave uh, platform in massachusetts as well so okay uh, but 27 our 27th store open um this week in bonita springs and so we have listeners that are in quincy and yes. in and in midway yes you have your growth um, factories uh, in yep. those areas. Yep. What, what an amazing tribute to those areas that you chose. Can Tell us how that came about. Sure. So, uh, yeah, we have all of our, uh, right now, our primary cultivation and our uh, large uh, ma- manufacturing facility, which is in Midway, and then our, our cultivation is in Quincy. And, and really, it's been such a blessing to be in those communities. Um, so we're And we're so thankful um, to have had the opportunity to be in those communities. You know, one of our goals when we set out to build this company was to make sure that we were thoughtful 
about how we were um, positioning not only the company, but also our employees for success. And so by going into those areas um, that, that are, you know, historically, um, they're majority minority communities and purposefully um, trying to pull in and pull up those communities, um, that really is part of who we are. Um, and we are doing the same thing in Massachusetts. We're, we're choosing to go into uh, a majority minority community and to, and to hopefully um, help transition uh, that area and to, again, just, just bring some um, new uh, new blood, new life, new jobs, new opportunities uh, to those folks. And, um, you know, it, it's just amazing how it, it becomes such a win-win environment. Folks are excited to be there. They're passionate about the space. They're learning a new industry that, quite frankly, is is a, a growth industry that they're getting skills to uh, to take beyond just um, where they are today, but, right, but right. for successful path to their future. So um, we're, we're very fortunate. We feel like we're the lucky ones um, to, to have had the opportunity to go into those communities. And the communities themselves have been so supportive. Um, right. they, they've just embraced us. Um, they see, they've we seen watched that. That's the opportunity. Been yeah, it has been, amazing. been amazing. And um, and really, um, I think that, um, like I said, we, we are from this area and we feel that it's important to um, to give back and to, and to be truly a part of this a part of this area. Wow, we're with Kim Rivers here on the Sean Pittman Show. And Kim, what is there? Is there any myth or bad information that you could dispel here today as it relates to medical marijuana, the industry in particular? Sure, I think that you know um, one thing that I would just say is that the demographics of our patients um, in Florida, our average patient age is fifty. So this is not, um, you know, and it, for anyone who has may, maybe not seen a store, um, this is not, you know, a traditional head shop per se, where you're going to go in and there's, you know, bars on the walls and, um, you know, folks that, that you may not feel safe um, in, in that environment. This truly is serving a very needed purpose in our communities. And um, it, it's, it's, again, it's, um, it's helping people. And so I would just say for folks um, that maybe still have kind of, you know, stigma and look we've been told things for so long right and it's it's difficult sometimes to break through those those preconceptions but just to put yourself in other shoes if you know for folks that that choose to make the the choice to help their their dying loved ones with medical cannabis so that they can be lucid and have actual conversations um, that are meaningful um, as they as they transition um, for those folks who are battling significant diseases such as cancer for folks who are returning home from war and have PTSD and have been put on uh, pharmaceutical that, that have horrible psychosis uh, side effects. Um, just you know that that there's um, there should be room for self choice, and uh, that's what we provide. And so um, you know it is it is a very different um, perspective than what we've maybe yeah, all been right. told, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, particularly you know in the Reagan years. But um, and I myself look, my father was a police officer who worked narcotics for a while. So I mean you know I get it um, for sure. But um, you know he is so he is so happy that I'm in this industry because. He saw it firsthand, um, just the unnecessary um, life-altering, yeah, you know, yeah. path that unfortunately yeah. so many. Folks I'm gonna let to you get down. away with that one. I, yeah. I, I, there's like so many jokes I could tell yeah. what you're talking about your dad. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm gonna leave it there. Though. I know. I'm gonna leave it there because there's more important things to talk about. But last, last question. Sure. And uh, my my cousin Boo Boo. And his his sister Frankie mm-hmm. and all them over there in the mm-hmm. corner they want me to ask this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're okay with you doing medical marijuana, <laughs> but are you gonna put them out of business uh, when recreational? <laughs> I mean, 
Do we have to worry about recreational? Because because my cousins want to know. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, as long as your cousins don't have a record, they're more than welcome to come apply. I mean, we're always looking for good people that have great knowledge, and um, we look to hire patients or, or folks that okay. have some 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 experience there. But um, you know, the recreational question is an interesting one. Obviously, in the state of Florida, it's going to take, I believe, a ballot initiative. Um, given um, where I think uh, you know we are with the legislature uh, on the issue, and so um, I know that there are several initiatives that are that are underway right now. Um, but I, I think that it, if we were to see a ballot initiative in 2020, quite frankly, it would be the fastest change from medical to rec that in the country. So I'm a bit skeptical well, on we've that. We've seen speed because we've seen what you've been able yeah. to do in the short time <laughs> of it being legal here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I think it's probably 2022. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So I do want to let all the listeners know that, you know, you can't just go and get medical marijuana, uh, not legally. Um, you do have to get certified or licensed. Uh, you have, you have in, to get a card. You have to get a card, uh, a real one um, that has like the Florida stuff on it. And it, it's, it's got to be authentic, uh, especially if you want to walk into uh, one of the many, many True Leaf stores. Right. Uh, so they, they do it right. We want to thank you. Oh, thank, thank you for you. spending time with us today. I know you just got in. You've been gone all week and you're home and we celebrate you. So we want to thank you for coming on the Sean Pittman show and to all the listeners. Uh, you heard it here. Kim Rivers. Uh, what can I say? She's a bad girl. So uh, we'll be right back. Sean Pittman show. It's time for Pittman's Point on 96.1 Jams. Welcome back to the Sean Pittman Show, and this is where we go into what I call the Pittman Point. Each week, we will give you a point that we hope will stick with you until we talk to you again. And this week, it's hard to do a Pittman Point without focusing in on the 2019 legislature uh, because they just left us. They just left the capital city, and man, they left us a barn burner. The legislature whipped out a whole bunch of conservative very, very conservative measures that uh, obviously the more liberal uh, members of the more progressive members of the legislature didn't have the numbers to do anything about. And I mean, they went from arming teachers to banning sanctuary city policies to in- increasing private school vouchers availability, to making it harder for citizen led initiatives to get on the ballot. That means that if we were taught, if this were now and we were talking about medical marijuana, as we just talked about, or we were talking about classroom size, both issues where citizens decided that there wasn't movement in the legislature. So they signed petitions so that you had the opportunity to vote to change those things under the circumstances. Now, that could not happen because the legislature just made that more and more difficult. And then the crown jewel of their legislative agenda was ignoring the will of the voters on amendment four and passing what people are calling a glorified poll tax. Wow. This legislative session was like no other. And people are asking why this was the first session in a long time. Uh, it certainly in my lifetime that we see one agenda just pass through, uh, without being obstructed at all. Some people are saying it's because, uh, the tide is turning and people may laugh at that because they say, well, as a Republican legislature, the Senate, the house, the governor's mansion, but let's take a look back at the midterms in the midterms. You have the Democrats picked up six house seats and one Senate seat. The Republican governor won the race by 30,000 votes, approximately 30,000 votes in a election of eight point, almost 8.4 million votes a fraction. So 
is this a Republican state? Only time will tell. But it does appear that the Republican-led legislature decided that they weren't going to take any chances and they were going to move their agenda and move it very, very fast. So the Pittman point today is go out and vote if you want to balance the scales. And when we balance the scales, look, I don't care who's in control, but if the numbers are closer, then the people win. So the point today is go out and vote when you have the opportunity. You're listening to The Sean Pittman Show. Welcome back to The Sean Pittman Show and want to thank Kim Rivers uh, for coming in today. Busy, busy, busy woman. Uh, CEO of the top revenue generating medical marijuana company in the country on the stock exchange living right here in Tallahassee and what a treasure she is and what an issue that she's dealing with we saw this week with attorney Ben Crump actually suing Disney and Orange County because of what they don't understand about medical marijuana and this entire uh, cannabis industry which is growing so rapidly throughout the country and Florida just getting our feet wet in it and people don't understand they don't understand the differences between that which is lesser than medical marijuana that's that which is lesser than recreation they don't understand what you need in order um, to, to to actually receive an order to get medical marijuana from your doctor because the thing we have to keep in mind and i think kim river said it best this is about patients first it's not just marijuana it is medical marijuana. And those out there, there are people out there who have chronic illness. They're in severe pain. And the people voted to allow those folks to be able to take cannabis and miracle medical marijuana uh, as a remedy to their pain. That's where we are. So hats off to uh, Kim Rivers for doing an excellent job. And uh, let's all try to do a little bit more to learn about where we are. You listen to the Sean Pittman Show and want to remind everybody you can talk to us too. go to at Sean Pittman Show on Facebook at Sean Pittman Show on Twitter, all the social media platforms. We'd love to hear from you, particularly about this show. Let us know what you heard and what you learned and what you think. This and every Sunday, we will have a special guest to talk about what you want to hear and sometimes what you don't want to hear. And next week, we've got a subject that you may not want to hear about, but we need to deal with, and that is mental health in our community. What is the stigma out there and is it real? We hear all the time that African-Americans don't value mental health. Well, I'm bringing in an African-American who does mental health. He might need it, too, but he does it for sure. But Dr. Ken Fowler next week on our show to talk a little bit about mental health in general. But we're going to take some of the things we learn from you on social media and we're going to talk about that, too. So join us next week. Sean Pittman show here. Ninety six point one. The big station at nine thirty. Because if it's Sunday, it's Sean Day. Until next time.